Hi, and welcome to Snowcast 2019. This is the podcast about journalism, where I talk to teachers, students, and working professionals about best practices, lessons from working in the field, and everything in between. I'm your host, Alex McNamee. Thanks for being here. For our first episode of the new calendar year, I'm bringing on Chris Grazier to talk about what he'll call the lifeblood of a journalism class, recruiting and marketing. His advice will hopefully help answer so many of your questions about not only how to increase exposure of your publication, i.e. readership, but also how to grow the population of your classroom and thus your staff. Let me tell you a little bit about Chris though first. Chris is the advisor at Cathedral Catholic High School in California. Their publication is called El Cid. He's three years into the job, but 25 years as an educator and English teacher. His background is in journalism, a degree from San Diego State University, where he worked for the student publication, The Daily Aztec, and a professional career as a public relations copywriter before getting into teaching. I feel like I'd be remiss not to mention he's also a basketball coach. Here's my conversation with Chris. weeks here over the holidays talking about uh, the growth of your newspaper staff, the growth of, of the journalism class, uh, and, and those two obviously kind of correlate together. Your third year at it at advising uh, El Cid here, and, and the word from uh, your editor-in-chief, um, who's two years into it now, uh, her name's Riley, She's, she says, you know, your staff and, and by way of that, the, the journalism class has grown, you know, three times over in the past year. You know, overview, what, what has that been like for you as, as an advisor to manage a larger classroom? Um, it's, uh, it's, it, 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 it's a challenge this year. This is the, the, the first year that we've, we've bumped up to, I think, like 22, 23 kids. Uh, last year we had seven kids. Um, so obviously I was able to give the kids a lot of one-on-one, you know, and in my experience, that's where you really make your, make your hay and you really make a, uh, make a dent in the kids' education is, is being able to conference and, and give them the one-on-one experience and explain to them, you know, what I'm seeing and, and how I am going about tightening and brightening and sharpening their, their, their writing. Um, I'm always preaching that, uh, you know, we've heard of locksmiths, we've heard of blacksmiths, we're, we're wordsmiths in here, we're, we're somebody who appreciates the power of, of, of language and, and um, uh, you know, doesn't like to see it continually uh, bastardized, if I could. And, and, and so uh, we spent a lot of time on the craft of writing and the process of writing, and so the, 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 the first few years when... Uh, had lower numbers, I was able to give them that, that individual attention. And, and of course, you have to get through the, the thin skin 
and, and help them realize that their words aren't written in Rosetta Stone and, and can always be improved. And, and uh, once I'm, once I'm, you know, I, I don't know much, but there, there, there's one thing Coach Grage knows how to do, and that's, that's pencil whip copy. There, there, mm-hmm. There's nobody that can, that can tighten and brighten and sharpen uh, uh, better than I can. And I, I say that with humility, but uh, uh, it's, uh, it, 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 it's a great challenge. And, and so this year what I've been doing is, is, is letting go of the reins a little bit. Um, last year, I didn't really let them post unless I saw it. And, of course, I keep track of the, the stories that are up there. And, and if one's going to be dicey or controversial in some way, I'm able to advise and, and, and navigate, help them navigate through those those, 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 those waters. Um, but, but unless I've, I'm seeing any sort of legal or ethical problem um, I'm letting them go ahead and post and, and giving them that power um, it's, it's a staff I can really trust and and I'm, I'm always staying on top of my agreement with my editor-in-chief is to say okay when you when you post it you send me a text or an email and, and so what I'll do is is I will go ahead and uh, just make myself some notes and I'll call up and if the story's clean then, then they don't have to come up and have a dreaded conference with Coach Grace. <laughs> of course, I don't think they're dreaded, but you know, <laughs> the kids, it's not always, it's not always their favorite thing to me. It's, 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 it, and it's a slow breakdown. And after a while, once they see that, I, dog, how did you do that? I can't believe the way you turned, you know, thirteen words into seven words. And, <laughs> and uh, they, 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 they see that it's, 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 it's to their benefit. And so I'll call up the writer. And the section editor, who's ultimately responsible, you know, hey, you know, how, how is this passive voice getting through right here? You know, what, what, our 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 style at El Cid is to use courtesy titles. Why why are we why are we you know why do we not have a courtesy title here on this you know this second reference or or um, uh, you know stuff like that related to either the journalism and journalistic considerations or. Or, or or writing considerations and 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 I'm I'm, I'm able to it, the class meets uh, four times a week Tuesday through Friday it's what's called our period seven we're on a block schedule but period seven is four days a week for for 50 55 minutes so it's good and bad I get to see them every day so we're we're, we're able to, to to keep the ball rolling but it's also a, a, a shortened class so by the time I do some sort of mini lesson Turn them loose. Section editors, you should be huddling, you huddling up with your writers. I should be hearing, you know, writing talk. Uh, editors, you know, what do you got going? And and um, and then I sit down and conference at a at a centered circle table with the the section editors and the writers on things that I'm seeing and the the story that going to be posted so I'm, I'm hoping that this doesn't you know I like to think that our paper is very well written and very well edited uh, I, I think that might be one part of the growth is as I told the kids two or three years ago and every year since that um, you know the only way we're going to get clicks is, is by writing good stories and so I think over the last three or four years it's been a it's been a well written and well edited uh, publication um, I'm hoping that um letting go of the reins a little bit doesn't uh, have a sink a, a little bit in terms of uh, quality control. Uh, but uh, these editors that are the section editors, they, they had to sit through the one-on-one conference with him, with me, you know, for two years. So they kind of know the things I'm looking through, although their eye isn't quite as sharp as mine. Mm-hmm. 
the stories, by and large, you, you know, you can make the judgment for yourself. Uh, I, I think are, are, are still of, of good quality as we as we try to really, especially uh, get involved with writing stories uh, of the you know the narrative storytelling, beginning with the, the human interest lead and and, and using a. Uh, you know what uh, Tim Harrow calls the kebab structure, and mm-hmm. and I also pull heavily from um, uh, why is the name slipping me the the right stuff? Uh, I want to say Chris, not Christensen. Uh, have you heard of that book, The Right Stuff? No, it's not ringing a bell. Uh, journalism textbook, The Right Stuff. I'm trying to find it real quick here. Um, but basically, it, it gets at the idea of of of, of narrative journalism I mean, people don't want to read about events i mean how many how many different way how many different leads can straight news lead can we come up with for the uh the blood drive you know mm-hmm. the asb will host a blood drive in the claver center you know that's not going to pull people into our paper but if we start writing you know a lead along the lines of uh, uh cathedral catholic sophomore timmy smith never thought he'd have a need for the san diego blood bank you know dot 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 until his mom rolled the car, you know, and then a quote from him, you know, the mo- the night my mom rolled the car was, uh, you know, oh, the radical right, I'm sorry, Bobby Hawthorne. Hmm. And, you know, and then you get into your nut graph, then you can have it. And in, in the hopes of, of helping students like Timmy, ASB will be hosting the blood drive in the Claver Center and then, you know, develop the story from there. So, um, you know, people want to read about people. Not, you know, not events. We, we, we can work the event into the story, but let's, let, let's be out there talking to people and writing about people. So, you know, deciding whether we want to have a, a, you know, a straight news lead inverted pyramid or more of a kebab human interest lead uh, structure to the story and, and just trying to turn out quality, quality copy. In, or, in order to improve our readers and to, to draw people to the paper. And once we, especially last year, when we only had seven people and we, for the first time in El Cid history, and our, our, our paper is 60, 70 years old, um, we became a, a snow-distinguished site with, with just seven kids. And that last year was, it was just a great motivator, not only for good journalism, but once you start, you know, winning awards, word spreads, I think. Yeah. And so, you know, I think the whole point of our conversation here today is recruiting. And, and, and so, you know, one, of, one point I'm trying to say is that, you know, writing good stories. Uh, and second, having those lead to awards, which the, the whole badge and distinguish, uh, Snow Distinguished Site program really gave us a, a platform to toot our own horn. And, um, and usually it's my modus operandi to just really be the guide on the side and, and stay out of the limelight. Matter had, I had our uh, director of curriculum come and present the plaque to the kids instead mm. of me. And, and then we took a picture of that and made it into a little news story in El Cid. And then I worked closely with our communications director who then promotes it not only on the school website, but her different communications that she sends out, whether it be a quarterly newsletter or uh, updates through email blast. Um, uh, you know, word got out that, uh, you know, we became a, a, a distinguished site. So um, I think that's one piece of the puzzle, uh, not only for motivation of my staff, 
but also to help in the word of mouth uh, that uh, they, you know, they got a little something cooking over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, you know, so the bullet point there being, you know, quality matters and that can lead to awards. And like you said, um, the awards can be a great thing to talk up uh, in the other classes you're teaching or the other classes that your students are in and, and to get out there in other uh, waves of school, school communication. communication. Um, but, you know, when, let, let's talk about, you know, maybe when you, when you don't have the awards or some other things that, you know, you might talk about when you're in your other English classes talking about, you know, oh, you kids should join journalism or what your, your students are talking about when they're talking about the journalism class in their other um, times of the day. Yeah. Um, you know, kind of the pros that you lay out a little bit, you know? Yeah, my, uh, my, uh, my first year, I went to a Newspapers 2 summer convention mm-hmm. at Long Beach State at the beach. And, um, God, what's her name? Just a, she's a, she's a big wig in the high school journalism world. Um, golly, um, I'm kind of scrolling through my phone right now, hoping her name pops up. Oh, there it is. Connie. I got lucky. Uh, Connie Chrislock. Okay. Um, I'm not sure what school she's still at. She's very big on getting the first amendment protections for student journalists in, mm. in California. But, uh, Connie Chrislock at this, con- um, convention um, uh, workshop was making mention that that you know recruiting is the lifeblood I mean it's 24 7 it's 365 it's, it's it's every day of the week and and you got to continually be selling your product and and selling your class uh, for, for most of my career I've been an honor sophomore teacher and so I never really been involved in the whole elective business and and of attracting you know kids to your class and you know there's a lot of politicking that goes on there and other teachers that have electives they're trying to scoop up kids too and 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 um at our school yeah you have to have a minimum of 10 to have a class Mm -hmm. Uh, the year that i only had seven they weren't going to let the paper fold so they 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 let they let me run with seven, but it made recruiting even more. I'm thinking, geez, Louise, the last thing I want this to have this thing is you know fold on my watch. Right. And, and um, so you know we 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 do a lot of different things. I'm just kind of answer your question in a in a big nutshell. Um, one of them is is you know I'm standing out in the hall in front of my door like a fruitcake every day. Uh, <laughs> hey, you know let let let. You know, my, my big sales pitch, and, but, and to my other English classes, too, although I only have one of those now, um, between in the classes and standing out the hall, my, my, my big pitch is that, uh, hey, there, there's only one cat on this campus that can get you published mm-hmm. and start building a for, re, a for real portfolio. You know, you, you get one byline, gang. Once you get one byline, you want another. Once you see, I, you know, I could see it now <laughs> by Tommy Smith, L. Sid staff writer. <laughs> and uh, so, so I'll say stuff like that in class and out in the hall, just random kids. Um, uh, it's a big push right now, Alex. We're in our course registration in January. Yeah. Um, so I'll, I'll be doing a lot more of that. Um, I also send out to editors. Um, I, I, that was one text I sent during Christmas to Riley saying, uh, hey, Riles, uh, just like last year, we got to get out to those English classes, particularly those honors and AP English classes. And, and um, 
uh, sell El Cid. So the kids go out and sell it in the classes. Uh, sometimes I'll pop in unannounced. Uh, I have good rapport with all the teachers and uh, give a little, you know, two-minute fire them up uh, spiel of, of, you know, the importance of, of the written language and of being a good writer and and uh, getting published, the whole reason why we write. And, and uh, I also bumped it up over there with the counseling uh, department. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, all my all my friends over there. And, you know, we talk about networking. You know, that's why you got to be good to people. And, you know, including including what are, what are they say in teacher school? You better make friends with uh, the maintenance guy, the head the head janitor, <laughs> because that's the guy that holds all the power. And, you know, make no mistake, I do that as well. But uh, uh, you know, as I mentioned, it's it's uh, we have a pretty big slate of electives that we offer here. And it's, it's, it's competitive, and these other teachers are out there trying to scoop them up. And, and you know, I wasn't necessarily, so I'm not so good at, you know, fundraising or, matter of fact, one of my earlier jobs uh, before I went into PR was selling cellular phones, and I was the worst salesman in history. <laughs> um, but, uh, uh, you know, I, I know it's a necessary evil. So, so between the kids going out to the classrooms, uh, me acting like an idiot out in the hallway, and uh, and, then I, and then of course the, the the counseling department was aware that we only had seven in the in the sign up. You know, we, you know, why is a kid going to come in journalism, go through the rigmarole of Coach Gray's tasking them when they could be in you know a real popular elective here is futsal. That's an indoor soccer with a little soccer ball. Oh, and, and you know, you know who, who who's gonna who's gonna you know go through you know the ha- headache of deadlines and yeah. and uh, yeah. having to inter- of course a big thing having to interview people. You know, these kids all want to do their interviews through email or or text. You know, the the whole idea of cultivating. I go, how do you guys expect any big news coming out of that athletic office? And you ain't been down there bringing them donuts or something. They're not gonna. They're not gonna let you know that. Uh, you know, uh, um, we had a kid last year was a McDonald's All American for, mm. for basketball. You know, and just whatever, whatever the whatever the case is, if you if you don't cultivate those relationships, and and of course, you know, I'm speaking to the choir here, I'm sure, but uh, they all maybe you've seen the poster, at twelve or fifteen teenage. Uh, girls and uh, could be boys just as easily standing on a corner and they're all on their phone texting mm-hmm. and it's a the quote it's a quote by Albert Einstein uh, who, who is known for his intelligence a little bit <laughs> uh, he says that uh, he says that uh, I fear the day that when technology overtakes human interaction we will have raised a generation of idiots and I'm not so sure my kids are idiots, but uh, I know that their interpersonal skills are are, are, are not so great. So um, that's the greatness about journalism, huh? It's everybody knows. I mean, this class, the writing, the communicating, you know, everything that you need to be successful out there in the world. And, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, you, you don't just walk across the stage at... Uh, the Slim Jim, the Jenny Craig Pavilion at USD, where we have our graduation, automatically become a great uh, oral or, or written communicator. It, it, it's got to be honed and, and worked at uh, all the time. Um, so, 
So I, I worked with those counseling ladies, and uh, matter of fact, I was just touching base with one of them yesterday. I let them know that I'd gotten invited to be on your big podcast, and what an honor it was. And, and I just wanted—I just wanted to get her take on why she thought that we were able to go from seven to, you know, twenty-two or twenty-four. Yeah. And um, her 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 response was, well, coach, you know, one word of mouth, uh, kids find out that it's a good class, and 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 and, and want to be a part of it. And then second, they, I guess they have what they call a, a, a specialty classes that they are going to push mm-hmm. when it comes. So when they have a kid in front of them who's trying to round out their schedule or figure out well where to be, they go, oh, hey, you know, there's no better place you can be than, than, than with Coach Grays. You know, he loves all his kids. And, and yeah, he, he makes you work a little bit, but, uh, uh, you know, what you're going to get out of that is, going to be you know instrumental uh, to, to, to your future and, and so I think the counseling lady sold, sold it a bunch um, having the kids go out uh, they're all pretty well spoken and and you know fairly dynamic and mm-hmm. and I think that that helped the winning the awards helped I mean uh, you know as I alluded to I, I really don't feel like we've done anything special or any anything you know a magic magic sure. bullet um, but uh, um, but it makes sense well, you know it's sensible stuff yeah. Well, it, it does make sense, and, 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 and the, you know, the big message, like Connie Chrislock says, is that recruiting is a, you know, 181, whatever your contract is, you know, every day, you know, mm-hmm. constantly, you know, pushing pushing your product and your, and your class. Uh, the basic requirement of my class is uh, 18 weeks a semester, and they got to write six stories in that 18 weeks, so one story every three weeks or so. And we get all your interviews together and, you know, this, that, the next thing. And uh, four news briefs. We, we started a new section. Another thing where we might be having some success is, you know, always just looking for that two or three things each year to branch out. Two or three years ago, it was doing video stories. We have a, a broadcast class that produces a broadcast every Friday, CCTV. Um, but we never really put together, you know, uh, uh, digital uh, uh, you know, video stories. And our first attempts, I think one kid turned in a story seven minutes long with all kinds of music in it. And mm-hmm. so, you know, that led to that led to a lesson about copywriting and fair use and, and uh, you know, hey, these packages only need to be two to three minutes and, you know, opening shots and, you know, long mid, mid-range and, and close-up shots and, and we've gotten better. And yeah. so I think that's another thing that draws the kids in. Each year we try to do something new. You know, two or three years ago was doing video stories. Uh, last year um, I added the requirement for the four news or sports briefs. Um, our regular stories have to have three sources. Briefs only have to have one store, source. And they can be, you know, four or five paragraphs, but um, there's just – our campus is there just as everybody – knows that works at a school there's just always so much going on there's just no way you can cover it all and and in general I don't get flack for missing you know something I, I, I can't be expected to you know these kids got their own extracurriculars their own requirements after 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 school and that's really kind of a big fine line that I walk is you know having high expectations setting the bar high and having deadlines and being a taskmaster, but on the other side, you know, trying to somehow to keep it, you know, keep it fun. Otherwise, 
the gossip and the innuendo spreads, you know, around campus, true or untrue, you know, that, you know, why are you going to take journalism when you can, you know, you can have futsal. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they got to walk that line between have being demanding and, 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 and keeping it fun to have the, have the kids come, but, you know, initiating something new every year. And so for this year, you know, last year we did the news and the sports briefs and it allows us to cover just, and basically I have the kids in rotations. We have six sections in our paper. So I put the class basically in little groups of three and every three weeks they rotate to a new section. So the section editors are working with three different kids every three weeks. And that way the kids are writing one news story, one sports story. Sports coverage is, is, is a, is a big problem. Our, our, our sports, our athletics are, um, uh, off the hook, uh, very good. Mm-hmm. And, but, uh, but most of the people in journalism class aren't s- sportsters <laughs> and they don't really want to write sports. So my first two or three years, I'd barely have any, you know, sports stories. And it's one of the biggest things at the school, you know, but now through now, actually I have two sports guys who are doing a great job, especially on social media. Um, giving every sports team a little bit of love. And through the sports brief, sports and news brief section, uh, which you guys call widget, uh, widget, we're able to cover a lot more stuff around campus. And this year it's the podcast. Uh, we noticed early on that you, you all had, um, in your ultimate wisdom, and I think a great idea, you changed <laughs> the requirements, and um, that caused us to. Uh, uh, have to start. We we had it on our radar the last two years to do podcasts. It never quite materialized. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, if we want to get that um, uh, again, I, I I let the kids run all of this. The, the the multimedia badge, right? Yep. Yeah, the multimedia badge. To get that multimedia badge, you got to submit three podcasts, and that's new uh, from from last year. And so that was what we used this year to 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 keep trying to, to, to grow it in an effort to attract uh, the kids. Yeah. Chris, we could talk for another hour, I'm sure. I'll leave it at that and just say keep up the good, good work over there at El Cid. Hey, no, I can't thank you guys enough. You guys are like super responsive to my to my people when they call you. you you've been great with me. And, and uh, uh, truthfully, the, the, the badge and the Distinguished Site program um, is uh, one of the bedrocks of, of what I of, of what I do in here. It it, uh, it just gives us a direction. It gives us a goal. They get excited. We have our wall um, where our, our little plaque is hanging. We're hoping to hang a second one. Yeah. And then we got another we got another wall that says best of dot dot dot. And then <laughs> all the people have won best of snow uh, certificates. Um, are, are, are posted on that wall. So we make a big deal when you guys award us the best of snow. Um, and it, it, it's just been a, a great foundational uh, grounding, anchoring uh, program for, for my class. And I uh, can't thank you all enough. I uh, love, hear, love hearing that. Love, love hearing when that stuff is up on walls and displayed. Uh, thanks for joining me, Chris. You betcha, sir. That's our show this week, but before I let you go, allow me to kind of wrap all of what we discussed here into a nice little checklist for you. The large question is how to recruit and market your journalism class in your publication. 
One, word of mouth. Talk up the class in the other classes that you're teaching if you're an advisor. Or in the other classes you're in as a student. Two, go out recruiting, talking to classes, especially during and leading up to registration week. Three, push your awards and recognition when talking yourselves up. Four, market the site through other ways of communication, specifically school-directed communications. Five, be visible teachers and students. Get out there, make sure people know who you are, or make sure they're curious what you're doing and how you get to be able to do what you're doing. Six, and this one almost completely came out of this specific conversation with Chris, develop good relationships with people who can help spread the word, like school counselors. If you have any more questions or other advice to share, send it to us, but also, Come back next week for another episode.